0: Your esty Besties, Jenna and Sarah, come together each week to discuss modern skincare trends, review products, and go in-depth on all things skin. Just
1: two estheticians on a mission to help you feel better about the skin you're in. We promise to always
0: give you the most up-to-date science, honest reviews, and advice to the best of our ability. Hey, Vanessa. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. We hope you have the best day ever, and thank you so much for listening. Thanks for the support. You're listening to Skincare Fair Podcast with your host, Jenna and Sarah. Today we're going to be diving into skin types and also an intro on your hosts. Let's ah. get started. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so intro, me or you? Um, I'll go first, okay. So I
1: wanna talk about how I ended up in this field. So um, a little bit about me. I am a licensed esthetician in the state of California. I was in the military, got out, um, took some time off with my husband whom I've been married to for five and a half years. And um, I was in what was considered a man's world A lot of people didn't really take good care of their skin. We were in the sun all the time around chemicals. Um, So I always saw people who were aging faster than they necessarily needed to. Um, And I grew up not necessarily knowing because I didn't have uh, too many females in my life that took care of their skin. Mm -hmm. I mean, we would put sunscreen on because I'm originally from Florida, but you'd still get burnt. Yeah in like, like Florida? Real bad. Pensacola. Okay. So I went from like being a military brat to being in the military to getting out.
0: Nice. And now I'm here taking care of my people. Alrighty. Anything else?
1: Uh, I have a dog. Uh, mm-hmm. He's the best dog in the whole world. Shout His out. Moose. Moose. Moosey Goosey. Um, and then I have three cats. Yes, I'm that woman. That's three more than I will ever have. Right.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I'm allergic. Like, definitely I would die. Yeah, don't ever come to my house. Okay. Okay. Officially uninvited. That's so sad. (laughs)
1: Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm 28. I am a microblade artist. I do lashes, and I'm just super excited to see where this podcast takes us. Yeah.
0: And we share a room here at Spa PL. That's where we're recording. It's in downtown La Mesa in San Diego, in California. Um... We share our space here. We use Eminence products mm. as our skincare line. We are not sponsored by Eminence, but we will be talking about some of their products as well as um, many, many other skincare lines.
1: Tell me about you, Jenna.
0: Alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was born and raised here in San Diego. Uh, I have an older brother. My dad was a teacher. Um, I'm married. I have a baby. She's 14 months now. Um, I have a golden retriever that I'm obsessed with. His name is Coda. Adorable. Both of them. (laughs) (laughs) One's a little furrier
1: than the other one, but hey.
0: (laughs) I won't tell Hayden you said that. (laughs) Um, I am also a licensed esthetician here in California. Also a lash artist. I have my degree in sociology from Point Loma Nazarene that I'm not using, so I'm in... A bunch of debt for no reason, but I'm not bitter about it. Education. It's stupid. I'm kidding. It's education is so that's stupid. This is an education. <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> uh, neither of us have any uh, experience in podcasting. No. I have a speech impediment. And I have us mm-hmm. just here for it. Yep. It's probably gonna be really annoying now that I said that because now everyone's gonna notice. Mine's pretty noticeable. I trip over my words, so my thing is I kind of forget words all the time. Mm. So the simplest word will be like doorknob, and I'll be like, what's what's that word? Like that thing? Like you you grab it at the door. <laughs> it's it gets it's a little up. knobby. <laughs> um. <laughs> so if I ever lose my words, I'll probably cut it out, and you guys will never know. But if I don't, then you'll know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you'll hear it. <laughs> Have uh, we talked about
1: ourselves enough? We can keep going.
0: Okay. What's that? Do you
1: have a joke for me or anything? Oh, yeah. Okay, hold okay, on. Okay, tell me. <clears throat> what subject does a mermaid love? You're never gonna get it. Oh, then tell me. Algebra. <laughs> <laughs> all I have is mermaid jokes, and they're all contradicting to each other, so I should probably wait for the next one.
0: <laughs> Do you want to hear a joke that you're absolutely going to hate? Probably. (laughs) Probably want to hear it. Okay. Want to hear a joke? Yeah. Women's rights? (laughs) Are you voting this year? Next year. I'm a feminist with that joke. (laughs) It's even funnier.
1: (laughs) Oh. R.I.P. rights. Wait, we didn't have them to begin with. Animal shirt. That's
0: really cute. Okay. I like the dress.
1: Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So today we're going to talk about skin types. So Jen and I were discussing what topic we wanted to talk about that would have been most important so that um, we could get started on the right foot. And it really all came down to skin type because you can't really move forward until you understand what skin type you have so that you can address whatever issues you have ahead of time. Although no two skin types are the same, um, we all have pigmentation, uh, depending if it is color or lack of color. Also, depending on what environments you surround yourself by also have a huge effect on how your skin is gonna react, which is how um, the reaction is going to give you your skin type. So as I said earlier when I was growing up I really didn't have too many people to guide me in the right way to say like okay you should use this or you shouldn't use this. You know how you hear people they'll be like oh um I use a bar of soap on my
0: face. One of my friends uses laundry detergent. Shut up! Yeah. I know. Throw her in the washing machine. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just buzz <put> her in. Huh? <laughs> I know her skin looks amazing from genetics right but what damage in a, is happening? in a few years it's gonna be awful
1: yeah I bet the inflammatory response is ridiculous that makes me so sad well speaking of genetics when it comes to your skin type um a lot of ways that uh can change that is your genetics so everyone's genetics are different so um depending on what has been passed to you and what genetics are stronger depends on what type of skin type you have. Also, what environment you're in. So if you're in a, um, a very harsh environment, your skin's gonna react differently. Hormones, the size of your sebaceous glands, so the pores around your face, also have a huge effect on your skin type. Also, let's say you're in the sun or you're using improper skincare, Those things are gonna have a huge effect on you. Are you talking about like external? External as well as internal. So like hormones and pregnancy and all that stuff too. Right, yeah. Um, And then sun damage. So if you have sun damage, that can also like dry your skin out or your skin will start to overproduce oil which I'll get to that in a second. So for the different skin types, there's normal, oily, combination, and sensitive. So that's five. I'm gonna say it one more time. Normal, dry, oily, combination, and sensitive. Um, So we're gonna cover normal first.
0: Can we talk about sensitive really quick? Yeah, totally. I've heard that some dermatologists and doctors don't think that that's a thing.
1: Okay, when I first heard it, I didn't think it was a thing too but, I mean, it it might be one of those controversial things, but textbook...
0: Textbook says that it is one. Mm. Um, His thing, it was Dr. Zenobashi, was saying that sensitive isn't a thing, but sensitized is. So if your skin is working properly and all of the cells are in conjunction with each other, you shouldn't have any sensitivity to anything but like for example, I just got on a retinol a few weeks ago, and I was super sensitive to that retinol mm-hmm. because it's changing my cells to build up that tolerance to then therefore no longer be sensitive.
1: Right. So you're sensitized during that process. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Do you, should should we cover sensitive first since we're already on it? Sure. Okay. Sorry. You no 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 no. Yeah. Gotta stay on my toes. All right. Sensitize can be very difficult to treat. Some individuals can experience dryness, redness, itching, and even burning. So it's very uncomfortable. It's not something that you want to just go to Walgreens or CVS or whatever local store that you can and just slap the next product on your face. This is something that you should really go talk to. Your local esthetician, or even a dermatologist depending on the severity of your skin and how sensitive it is. Um, some things that can uh, sensitize your skin is using improper product, overexposure to
0: heat, also aging, and as we said earlier, genetics. Um, and then some skin conditions as well, such as eczema, rosacea, right. things like that are typically on the more sensitive right. scale. And then you look for ingredients such as chamomile and uh, oat milk and Mm -hmm. oatmeal, Um, milk by itself. Avoid alcohols. Mm -hmm. Honeys, aloe. Oh, yeah. Both of those are really good ones, too. Yeah. So keep a lookout for those ingredients for you. More sensitized skins.
1: For sure. So let's go to normal, which is flawless and beautiful. So this is basically what... Um, People aim for when they go to an esthetician or go look at products. They want that clear skin, even tone, um, little to no pigmentation, fine pores. Everyone loves fine pores. It's basically the Young Forever Club.
0: It's the porcelain dolls.
1: Ooh, And, And no breakouts. Basically, they get the cake and they get to eat it too. And they stay skinny. And they stay skinny. And so that's... Definitely an overall goal for all estheticians is trying to get your client to have that glowing, radiating skin. Totally. Okay, so I know we're gonna get into weather later um, as the podcast starts to develop and we lead more into other topics, but I do wanna mention that because of the weather change, my skin has been so dry.
0: Ridiculous. Does it happen every season or just summer into fall?
1: Anytime there is a huge climate change.
0: Okay.
1: You know, it was just winter, like, last week, mm-hmm. which that happened drastically. So then my skin was super dried. And then we went camping. Mm-hmm. So then it was warm during the day and then in the 30s at night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then and hot. Like and then it's, oh, And it's going to yeah. rain
0: tomorrow. It's going to be, like, 60s. 68 I think and really that's
1: wild so basically my skin's gonna be dry even more so tomorrow I truly feel for people who have dry skin like all year long I couldn't imagine having to deal with that a lot of people end up with fine lines and wrinkles because of their skin being so dry um um (laughs) (laughs) um so what happens when your skin is dry is basically your body isn't producing enough oil to keep up with what your skin needs, which causes the tightness and the fine lines and the wrinkles. And what happens also is um, a lot of your skin cells start to build up on the surface of your skin, leaving you with a dull look. Or if sometimes you can see people, they have almost like a gray finish on their face because they haven't exfoliated in
0: years or Right. So we'll get into that later, but what's your optimum exfoliation number?
1: In regards to... Per week. Per week. Me, personally, because I am at such a ripe age. (laughs) I do um, every two days, every three days. Okay. I do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Nice. Um, And then I do, like, all sorts of different versions of exfoliating, but... um, I'm a
0: skincare addict, so (laughs)
1: that's what
0: happens. We're drinking wine, everyone, so sorry if you can hear me pour. Are you good? Uh, Let's cheers. Let's be cute. Pour yours first and then cheers. I already have wine in my glass. No one's judging her. Judge me. Wine has antioxidants. Cheers to that.
1: (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) okay so back to dry skin okay speaking of dry skin when we were first writing this i was like how am i gonna fit this in but since we're just doing it gold number
0: oh my gosh and he flakes off his skin and puts it in the little thing
1: yes and he like like goes he's like holding it so sweetly towards his face like he wants to eat it like it's a little gold nugget yeah disgusting yeah What does he say when he does it? I don't know. Um, (coughs) We should know. Mm -hmm. And... Oh, next Halloween, we should be gold member.
0: (laughs) I want to be foxy. Okay, you... I always wanted to be her. Because she's Beyonce, obviously.
1: (laughs) But yeah, so every time I see that, I definitely think of dry skin. Also... I'm
0: a snake. Have you seen the video? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a
1: snake. Okay, dry skin. Also things that can happen is it can be very painful. You can cause cracks. Um, those cracks can cause scarring. And then if you don't take care of the cracks, like some some um, younger clients who don't tend to those things, it, they can get aff- infections like around their nose. Have you ever seen that? Mm-mm. Where it gets like really raw and then they don't take care of it, and they are all dirty kids, and then it gets infected. Mm-hmm. That's like really severe, I mean. It sounds painful. Yeah, it's, it's not awesome. And um, depending on what damage happens to your skin, it can also create hyperpigmentation, which is darkening of the skin. And people don't want dark spots on their face to represent where, what damage has happened.
0: I think that's good for now, because later on we'll be talking about moisturizers and serums and oils and things that we can do to combat dry skin, so I think that's a good intro. So we've covered normal, sensitized, and dry. So I'm
1: gonna go into oily because everyone fears this one. And it can actually be hard to diagnose. And I know you're probably thinking, okay, that's weird, oily is oily, but I'll explain. So when you have oily skin, what happens is you have larger sebaceous glands, I'm gonna say that, but really I'm talking about um, What people typically call, like, pores on their face. So, it pro- they're larger. So, they produce too much oil. That means that the skin is rarely without moisture. Moisture. Not moisture. Oil. Oil, yeah.
0: So... Well, can we clarify something real quick? What's up? So, a sebaceous gland is not the pore. A sebaceous gland is what is underneath the pore that produces the oil that comes through the pore. Right. Okay, cool. So...
1: Because you have bigger pores, this allows for um, external things to be able to fall into the pore. Like dirt, excess oil, um, anything that's around your environment. So let's say like when I was uh, in the Navy, I was around a lot of chemicals. Like fumes and stuff? Fumes, oil, fuel, like... Any maintenance material that Mm -hmm. you needed. The people who had really oily skin, you could tell. They just had blackheads all the way across Mm -hmm. their nose, around their cheeks, their forehead, and their chin. And then because uh, you're more susceptible to those things, you're also more susceptible to acne. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Also, people who have oily skin, what happens? Okay, so let's say you're looking at your face and you say, I have oily skin. But do you really have oily skin? So what happens is the skin will dry, it'll be dry. Mm -hmm. Okay, so dry means without oil. The skin is dry. So what happens is the skin starts to overproduce oil to combat the natural dryness of the skin. That in return hides the dryness. So let's say I have oily skin, I go buy a product I don't necessarily go get professional advice. I think it has extremely oily skin, so I'll, I get oily products or products to remove the oil from my face. Mm-hmm. My face is really dry. It's overproducing oil. I'm putting product on it to dry it out even more. Mm-hmm. So really what you're doing is you're causing damage to the skin and then you're causing the skin to overreact and even create more oil. Mm-hmm. What you can do to actually test your skin, I always advise going to a professional, but you wash your face to the point where there isn't like that uh, shine or glisten on your skin. Wait ten to fifteen minutes, and if you can see the oil coming to the surface, then you have oily skin. Mm-hmm. If you see that it's still taut and that that freshly washed feeling, then you have dry skin. Or so that's or normal, or normal. right? So. Just take that into consideration when you go to treat oily skin unless someone has, a professional has said you specifically have oily skin, just to make sure that you don't cause any damage. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to cover combination. This is our last one. Combination is actually uh, two skin types in one. It's considered the most common skin type, so it goes oily in the area from across your forehead, down the bridge of your nose, all the way to your chin. This is considered a T zone because if you were to look at someone's face, it actually draws a T directly down their face. The areas that are not in the T zone are normally where uh, they are dry or normal. So if, if you're lucky, you get the normal and then you just have to combat the actual T zone or If you have that in a dry area, your cheeks and around your eyes, those areas don't have as large of pores as your T-zone. So it's actually not gonna produce as much oil because it can't. People who have combination skin, typically, like I said, in the T-zone, that's where your larger pores are. To treat this, a way to treat it is you kind of break up your treatment. So you would treat the forehead, your T-zone, with oily product. Mm -hmm. Then you would treat the cheeks and under the eyes with either a normal product or dry, depending on what skin type you have in that area. Mm -hmm. So it can be a little more difficult, but it's something that you can work on and get into a more balanced
0: uh, skin type. Gotcha. What skin type are you
1: I am a normal combination.
0: I was going to say you look normal to me. (laughs) Thanks. Mm -hmm. Are you sure? (laughs) Basic. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty normal. (laughs) Um, I have oily skin for you out there that don't know me. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had oily skin my whole life. And especially in high school, something that I learned recently is that if you let your oily skin stay oily and you don't blot or get the oil off it'll sit in the pore and then expand the pore so (laughs) the later on you get in life the larger the pores. Oof. Mm -hmm. I've had a few clients that have come in with like distorted pores almost on their forehead and it's from that. And what do you mean by distorted? So they're not like perfectly circular pores.
1: Oh wow they're like kind of stretched looking. Mm Mm-hmm
0: it's crazy. Yeah, and they're not all going to stretch symmetrically, so they just kind of look a little bit distorted, a little bit more crater-like, but mm. not big.
1: They're mm-hmm.
0: tiny pore size, but you can still see them, especially if you put makeup on. Wow. Oh, your skin looks great. Like, Thank for... you. I've been doing a huge oh I know regimen change lately.
1: I know.
0: Yeah, I went from a, an organic line to a medical line that you can only buy under... A physician so oh wow it's mm-hmm. pretty intense yeah we can we'll get into that at a later episode as well we'll talk about our own skincare routines and what we're doing at home and what we use
1: okay yeah I'm excited for that so real short and sweet but it's normal dry oily combination sensitized oily like we um, mentioned earlier, you have a, a shiny hue or oily hue to the face. Dry, um, it's without oil. Uh, so there's cracking, flaking,
0: um, no- Sometimes redness. redness.
1: Redness, yeah, for sure. Normal is that beautiful glow, flawless, and then combination is oily with either normal or dry around the cheeks.
0: And there you have it, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Skincare Fair Podcast with Jenna and Sarah. Don't forget to wear your SPF and follow us on Instagram at Skincare Fair Podcast, Facebook Skincare Fair Podcast, and Twitter Skincare Pod. Yes. Yeah. Anything else, Sarah?
1: Um, don't forget to exfoliate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exfoliate three times a week. We'll get into exfoliating later as well. Um. Yeah. So I'm Jenna. And I'm Sarah. We'll see you next Monday.